You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And this is a very, very special show today. And we uh, have just had a little bit of an opportunity to uh, talk to Mr. Wilbur Smith. But he's, I don't even know for sure his title, but I'm going to call him the director of quite a program in Pasadena, California. And uh, this... Wilbur, you want to go ahead and welcome to America's Web Radio first, and then go ahead and tell us uh, your title and so forth? Sure. Uh, Very pleased to be with you this morning. Very excited about what we're doing. I'm Dr. Wilbur Smith, and uh, I'm not in, I'm I'm in, I'm a volunteer with, uh, at Pasadena High School in Pasadena, California, and there I run as the technical advisor. I run the Model A Ford Club, and it's a club where we focus just on Model A. We all recall that the Ford Model A was uh, uh, manufactured by the Ford uh, Motor Corporation starting in 1928 and ending in 1931. So that's our focus. And what we did was brainstormed uh, a Model A Ford club, which uh, is called the Santa Anita A's, located in near Pasadena, California. We looked around the table and realized that our average age of membership had slipped up to 875. Well... I have a doctorate in business management, and one of the things that I always remembered and have taught in the classroom at the college level is that you have to have a secession plan. A secession plan says that, uh, yeah, we plan to be around 50 years from the day, 100 years from the day, and this is what we're doing to verify that. And uh, we couldn't answer and actually provide that verification to ourselves. So what we decided to do was to go after kids. Now, one of the things that I want to make sure that I lay out is that what we did could be done by any club or organization across this nation because you all all have the same elements that we have here in the Pasadena area. We have a community college. Yep, that's one of our partners. We have a upholstery shop. Yep, that's one of our partners. We have an auto body shop nearby. Uh, We have a glass shop nearby. So we found that if we simply put together a plan and we could develop this huge posse, we might be able to do something magical, particularly given the fact that we have taken automotive shop, uh, wood shop, metal shop, etc. It left Pasadena High School in the early 1980s. 
and uh, it seems to be quite tragic, particularly when you you think about the fact that um, all everything I learned in middle school and junior high school and how to swing a hammer and what a lathe was and things along those lines have all served as foundations in the things that I do today. So it was very valuable and it's still valuable today and we found a way to interest kids in getting involved in the great hobby of restoring Model A Ford. Wilbert, let me ask, was your father uh, good good with his hands and was he a teacher to you of uh, how to use tools and so forth? Boy, I'll never forget the times that uh, I was the oldest boy, so I was always under the car with Dad. <laughs> and uh, my father was, uh, there were ten of us, ten siblings in my family. And you could just imagine that uh, there was not a lot left over that take the car to the auto shop when there was a challenge facing it. We were under there, and we learned to do it uh, ourselves. And I remember Dad had an old Nash, and, you know, when we were uh, working on the brakes, I'm up there pumping the, the, the brake pedals as he's bleeding the brakes, or I'm holding something while he's uh, bolting it down. So, yeah, I got a chance to to really uh, realize that it was really a part of life. I didn't even have time to <laughs> determine whether it was a good or bad thing. You know, it today, was just what we did. Today, I, I would imagine that in your class you find that there are not many situations like yours where many of the fathers don't do anything with the cars and the kids are in your, in your uh, class and classes to... Uh, pick up the what they didn't get at home there the model a engine is an old four cylinder which we called it in steel today four bangers um it, it's so simplistic it's not imposing you have the courage to do certain things associated with it and so it's a little different when we bring in a less threatening environment where the kids really see things very from a very basic perspective, and they can understand things quite basically. So we find that that's an incredible advantage to the point where you look under the average auto, and look at the average auto engine today, the electronics and things along these lines have made it quite challenging to be part of that industry. So we are having them generate enough courage to look further. In fact, our community college says that we are the only program in our community, meaning there must be 20 cities that they service, we're the only program that incentivizes kids in the area of auto technology. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Uh, I want to go back. I, I, this is Steve. How you doing? Hi, Steve. I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I'd like to uh, talk about uh, what I, what I'd like to find out and and maybe help some other people huh. is is how this program gets started how it works what happens all of this stuff so let me ask you a, a, a few questions uh, sure. are 
you're associated with the Model A Ford Club of America, that's correct? That's correct. We're an actual chapter. Okay. Is it a, is it a full chapter or a youth chapter? A full chapter. We have the same uh, authority recognition as any other Model A Ford Club of America chapter. Okay. Ours just happens to reside on the campus of Pasadena High School in Pasadena, California. Okay, well, that, that that's good. Now, do you get much support from MAFCA, as I, everybody calls it MAFCA in the hobby, and I've had a Model A, God, ever since I can remember. Uh, they, but do they, do they, uh, 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 do you get any kind of support from the local club? What I mean is, like, I want to do this in my hometown. Sure. What, what can I expect from, uh, uh, Model A Restorers Club or MAFCA in the way of support from them to make this program, uh, go? Look, the, the money is the mother's milk of this program. School districts don't have it. The Model A Ford Club of America will not give it. Are they supportive? Absolutely they're supportive. But you better be able to fund it, and we have figured out a way it's to do that. Way. In fact, it's, it's not the big the challenge that you would imagine. We do um, sell raffle tickets. Let me explain that. When we acquire a car, and by the way, we're always looking for donations of a vehicle. In fact, we are so excited about this and believe it has such an incredible upside to it that one day someone is going to list this club in their will and say, we'd like to bequeath our home to this program, etc. Why shouldn't we, we dream and realize that that's quite possible? It happens for everything else. The Boys Club of America, Boy Scouts of America have tens and twenties of millions of dollars sitting in a reserve account, a restricted account at some bank, and they've got an endowment set up so that that program will go on and on and on forever and ever and ever, and they will never touch the principal and live off the interest. Why couldn't we think along those lines? Why couldn't someone say that, uh, and, and, and concluding this point, why is it someone could not say that I want to make sure that this hobby and the hobby of restoration continues on for the next 100 to 150 years. I recently did an article for the uh, Restorer magazine, and I drew the analogy that uh, one should pull into their, go into their garage, start their lovely-looking Model A, pull it out into the sunshine, park it there, and make the commitment that you are doing everything possible to make sure that your sweet little girl meaning the Model A Ford has a home 100 years from today, or is she destined for the scrap heap? Well, if we're not recruiting younger people, and people who do not necessarily look like us, then if we're not recruiting them, then our future of this hobby of antique cars and restoration is doomed. 
it's not going to survive. So we believe that there are people who are just needing and looking for some way and to be motivated by words such as mine and others to get started and do something like this. So, basically, what you need, we have a we re, we re, we have a car. We restored the car. I mean, I'm giving a shout out to uh, folks like Snyder's Antique Auto. Snyder's gives us a annual scholarship. Bless their hearts, and we use that annual scholarship to acquire parts. And once we go beyond our scholarship level, then we get everything wholesale. Again, Don and his wonderful crew at Snyder's, uh, I couldn't praise them enough. Okay, uh, Wilbur, we're going to have to stop you there and take a break. And uh, we'll be back with uh, Dr. Wilbur Smith right after this. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. And want to remind you, you're listening to America's Web Radio, and uh, we have Dr. Wilbur Smith on talking about a program that he has in high school in uh, Pasadena, California. Before we go any further, though, I have to talk Model T just a little bit. And uh, if you're looking for parts and lots of parts, in fact, I was going to uh, read the list, but it's just too extensive when you yeah, say, Steve. Five, six full pages at least. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, if you're interested or you're needing parts, uh, it's the whole package that they're selling, not just one of this and one of that. It's the whole package. And if you're interested in or you have a Model T and you're needing parts, this will give, give you a lifetime. Lots of stuff. Lots. <laughs> lots and lots of parts. So just email me, David, at America's Web Radio, and uh, I'll get the gentleman that's involved. This this is coming from an estate. And uh, the gentleman, many of you, if you're into Model Ts, I'm sure you would know the gentleman that has this. But... Uh, or had it, I should say. But uh, just email me, David, at America's Web Radio, and I'll get the estate to send you a list of all the parts and uh, how they want to uh, get them sold. So, again, if you have a Model T and wanting parts, give me a uh, send me an email, and we'll make sure it's taken care of. Okay, let's get back to uh, Dr. Wilbur Smith in Pasadena, California, and our apologies for having to wake you up so early, but um, you're doing a great job, Dr. Smith. So, let's go on with uh, how it all got going, and yeah. what? Yeah, let me let me ask you a question about your program in the school. Um, 
do you, is it popular in your school, or do you have to sort of try to round up kids to participate? how we started it, how we planted those seeds. Uh, I think that's real important because I believe that there are a number of people who may be listening who would say, well, how do we do this in our community? And boy, that must be hard. The thing I want to relay more than anything is that you can do this with half your brain tied behind your back. And really, that's the case. Uh, we started just started thinking outside the box. And I will tell you that many in our organization in our club where we have the average age of 75 many started saying things like oh this can't work oh it's too hard i come from an environment where we have always taught that it's not a question of why it's more of a question of why not so i'm always trying to figure out how do we design something where we think outside the box well we have the blueprint for you and by the way if you get a, get that restore magazine uh the january issue we talk a lot about in that article how we began but get a pencil and paper because i'm going to give you an address and a phone number uh coming up very shortly and how you can work closer with the Pasadena High School Model A Ford Club. Now, as far as the funding, I had mentioned that we don't get anything from our school district. So what we did was we could generate interest. We took 25 Model A. If you're a Model T club, you could take 25 Model T's. If you're just a general car club, just take 25 cars from different areas onto the campus. We drove it drove the cars on the campus during the noon hour. We opened the doors, opened the rumble seats, opened our suicide doors and let those kids put their little butt prints all over our seats and their little fingerprints all over our cars because that's what we wanted. And then all of a sudden it started generating such an incredible interest that we, at the end of a 35-minute lunch break, had 102 kids saying, I would love to join this club. That's really cool. So that That's really so great. That's, yeah, that's that's really great. So getting kids involved is, is not, uh, not a problem. Now, knowing that, you know, you're, you've been involved in education and government stuff and all this, what, did you have a lot of hassle or did you get support from the high school uh, that you're based out of? And then I want to talk to you about how you got involved with the uh, community college. So let's start with the high school. Did sure. they, were they for this or were they saying, no, no? Anytime, okay. anytime you come to any school setting, if they've got the room and you've got the resources, meaning you bring the money, they're going to be very excited. And, and what kind of, once the kids are out of it, what kind of credits do they get? And, and under no what? Credit. No credit. No credit. And, and none towards no their credit. graduation? Wow. No. We, and the reason is quite simple. We're not a curriculum. We have not designed a core-based curriculum. To do that, it requires approval from the state approval from your county 
uh, Board of Education, etc. You don't want to get involved. Exactly, one hundred percent. You, you, you want the right. kids. You want their minds. You want to interest them. You want them to see the success of the car they just restored. You want to sell your raffle tickets at a hundred dollars a ticket, and you want to put the money back into the program. And I guarantee you, when you do it, you're going to end up with a positive bank account. So is it an after-school program? After-school program, we meet every Thursday from 3 to 5, hmm. 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. I compete with football, gymnastics, band, orchestra, etc. But I tell you what, we're still the most popular club on campus. So you're turning people away. Never do we turn anyone away, no, but we are quite popular. Okay. Now, I understand when we talked to uh, the other, I can't remember his name, from MAFCA, that, that the, the school would not, you didn't, they didn't have a facility for you to do this after-school program, so you ended up going to a technical or community college to, for your no, place. No, 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 no. The, the school district, they, they, schools have a tendency to use every classroom available. Now, in your area, and remember, I'm close to Los Angeles. Pasadena is about 15 miles outside of downtown Los Angeles. So a lot of kids. Uh, and so uh, large class sizes, meaning there's not going to be an empty classroom that they're going to say, here, here's the classroom. However, there are perhaps many school districts who can. Now, in our case, what I did was is we raised the money from my club to purchase a uh, a transport uh, a trailer, a car trailer. I found a race driver who purchased a 2016 uh, car trailer, kept it a couple of months and realized it wasn't large enough and he wanted to get something else. So he listed this for sale. And so I, I raised as much money as I could. I wrote a check for the difference. Bingo, that's where we started our initial classroom, parked it in the rear of the school, uh, and uh, that's where we keep our, our car that we're servicing. That's where our tools are all located. And then I went and got these large storage units. You know, if you go down to your shipping dock or what have sure. you, you'll see these 40-foot trailers, storage containers, or 20-foot storage containers. Well... To supplement that trailer, we have two 40-foot trailers, uh, the storage containers, and an additional 20. Now, that's all housed in the back. It gives me everything I need. And then I said, well, what happens when we have to do undercarriage work? I got to lift this thing up and work on the uh, something underneath the vehicle, the brake lines, etc. Well, that's where Pasadena Community College came in. When I told them about the idea, they fell in love with it. And so we were, I, I became vetted, and I can take our high school kids to the uh, junior college campus anytime I like, and they allow us to use the shop. And I'm authorized to be there 
with those kids on the college campus. So that, that took care of all of our facility needs between those two areas. Okay. What's then your, we, what's your average class size? Uh, the first meeting that we had, we had 102 sign up. Our first meeting, 67 uh, actually came came and showed up. Now, as the school year continues on, we ended up at the end of our first year with about 35 students. That's manageable. Yeah, yeah that's manageable. Yeah. In fact, if we, I wanted it to be smaller even because you can't keep 35 kids occupied when you got 35 coming to you saying, what do you want me to do? What can I do next? Okay, I finished what you just told me to do. What do I do next? So you kind of learn, but it's a problem you'd love to have, you know? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And by the way, most of our participants are females. And we have ninth graders through 12th graders. So we have ninth graders who start. You would say to them, this is a screwdriver, and they would look at you. Or you'd say, can you go and pick up a pair of pliers and, br- and bring us a pair of pliers so we can do this? Well, what are pliers? That same young person, by the time they're seniors, are operating spray guns, generators compressors, etc. And these apparatuses are all stored right in those little trailers. That, okay, uh, storage cool. trailers cool. that uh, storage containers that we have on campus. And, and those were free? Those were given to you, the container? No, no, no. They, they The average, uh, some of those trailers, I buy them from a company. And by the way, they either auction them off or always sell them because they're buying new and and better ones, etc. But uh, you could get a 40-foot trailer for a couple of thousand dollars. Hmm. And you can even find them listed on uh, eBay have. or places like that. So again, this stuff is not brain surgery. You go to the local Ford dealership. That's a good prospect to maybe commit for uh, to you five or ten thousand dollars a year. Well, Wilbur, uh, how long how long have you been doing this program? We started in twenty sixteen. Okay, so we're so in our fifth year now. At this point, you've, uh, for lack of better words, graduated some folks. Have any yeah. of them that you know of gone straight from high school and your program to work in uh, a restoration shop or in even an automotive shop? The answer is yes. In fact, we actually facilitated a lot of that. And as far as interns, for instance, our upholstery shop loves to take some of our kids during the summertime and teach them upholstery from a more technical perspective. Uh, the auto body shop, they are, they would love to have females say that they're interested in that particular technology. In fact, at the local college, at Pasadena Community College, the head of that auto technology section is a female. 
And we love the idea of our girls coming over and having a chance to coalesce with her. And they really look up to her. And I must say that she is responsible personally for a number of those girls going into uh, auto technology or some related field. Wilbur, we're going to have to stop here and take our second break. We'll be back with Dr. Wilbur Smith from Pasadena, California. And we're not even talking roses, are we? We'll be back in just a minute. much more so be sure to join us every tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m for locked and loaded on america's web radio hi this is steve ronaldo host of the classic car show on america's web radio uh just talking to you about anti-car insurance i think that uh if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car consider jc taylor insurance i've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. And want to remind everybody that uh, if you have a Model T and you're wanting a bunch of parts, uh, drop me a line and we'll send you a list. Uh, it's from an estate, and uh, we'll send you a list of all the parts that they have and uh, the terms, but they have... More parts than Carter's Little Liver Pills, as the saying used to say. People that are our age would know about Carter's Little Liver Pills. (laughs) Well, that used to be a saying, as a matter of fact. That was a product. And it was a product at one time. I don't know if they're still around. But anyway, there are a – Steve's seen the list. I've seen the list now. And uh, it's quite extensive. And – they have seats. They have everything. I guess I, I'm not that. Familiar all kinds with it. of stuff. There, there's all kind: mechanical, body, interior, and tools. If you're looking for Model T service tool, there's all kinds of stuff. It's a huge collection. So if uh, you hear this now or later, just uh, drop me a line, David at America's Web Radio, and I'll see that you get a copy of the list. And uh, it, it's going for a good. Uh, this is coming from uh, an estate, so you can imagine this. Uh, this guy, in fact, you'd probably know the name, but uh, I'm not at liberty to say right now. But uh, you'll find out. So if you're interested, let me know. You're listening to America's Web Radio, the classic car show, and we have Dr. Wilbur Smith on. And uh, I guess Wilbur, you you will become a. Uh, classic car hero when i started the station and then steve uh, came on to do the classic car show shortly after we started it and our whole thing has been trying to get and keep kids in the hobby because they will be the the breath of the club in in years to come and what you're doing is just absolutely fantastic and uh so you're you're averaging what about did you say about 35 per class year in our Model A club. We start in September in late May and uh, at graduation we give a couple of awards to our outstanding seniors, a couple of scholarships and most of them uh, usually matriculate right over to uh, uh, right over to Pasadena Community College and we write the check for their books and tuition. Wow. So we're pretty excited about that but you know when you talk about reaching out reaching out is pretty easy it's a matter of having the courage and simply want, uh, 
stop developing a fear that young people are not interested. And when you have your meetings, don't have a meeting at 1 o'clock on a Thursday because you're technically saying to younger people, stay away. We're not interested. So it's you should be have your meetings uh, uh, on a time when young people could, could participate, working people could participate, and when you develop an agenda and your program with, at your meeting, your club meeting, make it younger person friendly. Yes, I agree. Um, and, I agree. and talk about things that, that, that uh, interest all of us. Well, you know, I, I've been involved in this hobby for I don't know how many years, and the Model T Club that I, I really like, what the, the Model T Club International has in their big month, every other month magazine, they have a youth editor, and it's a girl, and she's restoring and writes about restoring and doing other Model T stuff. And that kind of stuff is invaluable because, you know, Grandpa gets the magazine and, and you know, the girl doesn't really want to read about, most kids don't want to read about restoring a Holly NH carburetor, but she talks about, she talks in kids' language about stuff that kids can do with this. And it's it's really pretty cool. And what you're doing falls right into that. I, you know, they make it more human instead of nuts and bolts and all that stuff. And, and you know, I'll, I'll give you something that many of us overlook. Let's say, for instance, you were to approach uh, someone across the street, a younger person, and invite them to come to your Model T Club meeting, Model A Ford Club meeting, whatever the case. And and once they arrive there, then you immediately abandon them. Then go over to your friend so you can talk about something yes. in the sewing circle, etc., that we got to use a little bit of ingenuity and a little bit of that old common sense that those people are looking to be engaged, and we must engage them. Yes. I remember when I attended my first club meeting, not one person said hello to me. Not one person came over and, and asked a little bit about me to make me feel as though that I belong. And so I am such an advocate of that and, and realizing that that program has got to appeal to all. You know, yes. When, uh, when we first heard about your program, we jumped all over it and said, you know, we've got to find out who to contact and so forth and so on. With that being said, how is the local media and our state media taken to you all? Uh, everybody is amazed at what we do. Because, mind you, we don't turn out a car. We don't turn out a Model A that doesn't look like it just drove off the showroom floor. It's going to have a new paint job on it. It's going The engine's going to look wonderful. It's, its interior's going to look fabulous. And so we like what we're doing, and we will develop some lovely photos... And uh, then we'll start raffling off to selling raffle tickets. Now, our raffle tickets are $100 a piece. Well, some might say, wow, that's quite a bit. Well, not really. Because, first of all, when you think about that, someone's going to get a, a, a Model A in sometimes a, what I would consider almost pristine condition, and it costs $100. That's not a bad process. Now, how many tickets do we sell? Well, let's talk about that old lottery and um, multi-millions lottery that goes across all these states when you have 
55 million people participating, what are the odds of winning? But yet we jump in those lotteries like white on rice and cannot wait to participate. And we'll take on those crazy, idiotic odds. But if you could, if we sell 400 to 500 tickets and somebody's going to win that car, that's pretty good odds. Well, one in 500, let's say you buy two tickets, then it's one in 250. Well, let's say we buy now four tickets, it's one in 125. Those are some pretty good odds, and particularly understanding that this is for such a great cause. And we don't waste a dime. And everybody associated with our process is a volunteer. We don't write one penny worth of checks for anyone's employment. So all the right pointers are in place. And if you'd like to participate in our raffle, let me just ask that you write down an email address for the club. Let just just send us an email, and then we'll get you whatever information you need. In fact, we'll even take your order for a raffle ticket over the telephone. That's how easy it is. And then we mail you your stubs. And we are associated with a nonprofit 501c3 charity where we funnel all of our dollars through and 100% of everything that we raise goes towards programs. Okay, could that somebody... Is, right. That email address is... The name of our, our club, remember, is the Pasadena High School Model A Ford Club. So the acronym for that is our email address, PHS for Pasadena High School, MAFC for Model A Ford Club at gmail.com. And I am Dr. Wilbur Smith, and I am the technical advisor for the club That's and that, it, so if you want to tell us hey i got a great model a and restorable condition and i'd like to donate and and get a, a tax deductible receipt for to write it off my income tax we'd like to hear from you if you'd like to buy raffle tickets we'd like to hear from you and in fact uh if you'd like to take down a phone number where you could actually call to order those raffle tickets uh, it's actually my cell number, and that number is 626-375-1367. All right, why don't you repeat, repeat those again? Yeah, both things, the email as well as the phone number. Okay, that, that email address is the acronym for Pasadena High School Model A Ford Club. So it's P H. S M A F C at gmail dot com and the phone number is six two six three seven five one three six seven. Okay, Wilbur, let me you know, this has been this is really interesting and really cool. But all right, I, I belong to an MG club, which I do. Uh, and we want to use your model, and I don't belong to the Model A Ford Club of America. How can I get a copy of that article that you just wrote for the magazine? How how can I get that? And I don't belong to Model send A Ford Club. Send me an email, and I will attach it and send it back. 
Now, yeah. I know I'm probably destining myself for a lot of extra work, but I think it's really worth it. Just give me a little bit of time to get back to you. I'll get it. I'll send that off to you. Is it published anywhere online where somebody can just look at it? You might be able to. Oh, yeah. I would imagine if you look at the, uh, you could Google the Restore magazine, January issue. I'm sure it's there. Okay. Restore magazine. The Restore magazine. Yeah, because see, now you've already got you've already got a roadmap on how to start and things you need to take care of. According to you, that has been successful. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. I say, huh? This is what he did. I'll bet it would work for us too. And we have a there's a gentleman by the name of John Emanuele who does nothing but respond to those kind of requests and. Uh, I will make sure that I give you John's phone number also. And uh, we have been known to talk about exactly how we how we began and answer those kind of questions. So I'm looking up his number as we speak. Okay, cool. I, I'm very impressed with what you do and in the success that you're having. And it doesn't sound like it's a it's a killer project. I mean, it, it's doable. It's not not really a big stress item either especially the, given the fact that so many of us uh, so many individuals are retired and would love to walk, work around younger people and don't be intimidated these kids would love and will look at you as their grandparent or parent or whatever the case may be we have kids that say to us look I, I, I don't like school but I sure come because I can be part of this and this has become part of my life. And every last one of these kids one day pledged to own their own Model A. Great. Well, that's encouraging. Yes, it that is. That we planted those kinds of seeds because they're the future. Yes, it is. Uh, I have that. Oh, I had it anyway. Uh, let me get it again. It's probably on the website, right? No. Uh, no, I actually looked him up in the phone, but you can't let the screen stay open too long. Okay. His name is John, and John's cell phone is 626-660-5651. And we just call him John E. because his last name is Emanuele. John Emanuele. Good Irish name. John E., (laughs) and his mobile number is 626-660-5651. Five six five one. John's retired, so he has the time to to, to talk about uh, exactly uh, everything we've done. He's been with me uh, step by step, and he knows he knows it uh, A to Z. Great, Great. that's fantastic, uh, and I'm sure that uh, you will be getting some calls, and uh, I'm sure you'll be getting some calls as well. And uh, we're going to have to. Um, uh, get out of here shortly. Uh, Steve's got some announcements that he needs to make, and uh, on uh, things that are happening. Yeah, in the hobby. Yeah, yeah. The stuff. Hobby. Things are changing off drastically for the hobby right now. And uh, what, oh, the, that is, what did uh, your thing. governor do to your program during the all of this? And uh, it's uh, if you're working underneath a car on a, a creeper, it's hard to keep your social distancing, isn't it? Well, we're not. The club is 
kids are not on campus. Uh, we have not been with kids since last March. So mm. you can imagine, and, and for the first time, and I plead to America to support us and 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 at least purchase one or two raffle tickets. This is the first time we've ever uh, had raffle tickets linger for so long. We have a car. We'd love to pull the winning ticket, but we still have about 150 tickets to sell. So COVID-19 has been a challenge for us, and uh, we're, we have individuals that, will, that have bought and, and supported us with their contributions for five years going, but have said, oh, I haven't worked for the last eight months, nine months, ten months. So we understand why our challenge is there. But we're going to do everything we can to keep persevering and, and uh, surviving and, and because this program is way too important to have any lasting coverage. Well, I, Steve and I both agree that uh, what you're doing is fantastic and uh, that it will... Uh, you know, from this show, you should get some other media coverage, I would imagine. Uh, we have a lot of folks listening, and we I don't know whether uh, we have quite an audience in Australia down under. So We have sold, believe it or not, about 25 raffle tickets in Australia. Yeah, they're big down there. This hobby is really big in Australia. Now, who's, who's going to yeah. drive it across and, the pond? <laughs> And, and I'll give you a couple of YouTubes. Go and go to YouTube and put in Pasadena High School Model A Ford Club, and a few of our activities will pop up. You'll you'll find them quite uh, quite enjoyable. And may I give that the the uh, the, the uh, uh, email address one more time and the phone number? Sure. Okay. The, if you'd like to purchase a uh, if you'd like to donate or, or a, a car that's uh, in restorable condition, please email us. If you'd like to uh, contribute by purchasing a raffle entry, please email us. And that email address is PHS for Pasadena High School, PHSMAFC, which for, stands for Model A Ford Club, at gmail.com and the phone number is 626-375-1367 and we're located in Pacific uh, Pacific Standard Time, California. Wilbur, I want to thank you for coming on today and uh, do you think you could possibly endure another 5 o'clock wake-up call in the future? Anytime. We'll do it any day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Wilbur, and I think you're doing a great job and uh, for everybody. Thank you, gentlemen. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back in just a moment after a couple of words, and then uh, Steve has some business he needs to clean up, so we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, oh, host gosh, of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 
If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And once again, I want to remind everybody, if you're into a Model T or you like uh, having the parts for your Model T or whatever this case might be, we have access or we can put you in contact with someone that has... I don't know that there seems to be one of every part and two of many of them and all sorts of tools, all sorts of just from A to Z on a Model T. So if you're interested in learning more about it, just drop me a line, David at America's Web Radio, and I'll see that you get a full list of all the parts that are available. Now, the one thing that you have to keep in mind, you buy one, you buy all. You don't, we're not in the parts business and we won't, wouldn't this, this situation will not ship just one part. They they will sell you all of the parts, and uh, it includes a, just a massive list of uh, Model T parts. So with that being said, uh, Steve has some announcements to make on changes and oh, times yeah. and everything else. So the mic is yours, Steve. All right. Uh, as you all well know, because of the... the uh, uh, coronavirus things are changing a couple things that i can tell you are definitely changed and these are big events the charlotte auto fair has been canceled uh again so this is three times in a row now that the auto fair the spring and fall of last year now the spring of this year uh so uh there's not going to be the giant flea market at charlotte but at charlotte at the embassy suites not far away AACA is still going to hold the Charlotte National Meet at the Embassy Suites if you are interested in doing that. Want to go look at some really nice restored cars. The other thing that's been canceled is the AACA uh, convention in Philadelphia. And, you know, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that area is in a tough, tough situation. So that's been canceled hopefully will be rescheduled for later on this year. Uh, so those are two, and these, these, these things draw a zillion people, so there's a lot involved. Now, the other thing with the hobby, what's going on right now, this is a trend that has just started. Uh, a lot of the events, both tours and car shows, uh, big ones, are requiring that if especially tours, if you're going to participate in a national tour, they some are requiring, and some are requested, requesting that you complete the COVID vaccinations uh, before you can participate. Uh, there's some big events that are requiring it. Some of the big tours are requiring. It. Some of them are requesting that that you complete. Some of the big, uh, if you will, car shows and meets uh, are requesting that you, you, especially for the exhibitors, that you complete the the uh, uh, 
shot vaccination shots one and two or now there's just going to be just one uh before you can go now the ex- the the visitors to flea markets uh they're going to they're going to give you the the head thing to check your temperature and you're going to be required to wear a mask at a lot of these things so before you make all of these plans and you are going to sign up for this and you're going to sign up for that my suggestion to you is uh, to go ahead, get a ho- look online, find the event. I don't care if it's an AACA event, Model A Restorers Club, uh, or even a local event. Before you you do this, be sure that there aren't these restrictions. That I'd hate to see somebody put their car in the trailer and tow it halfway across the country to go on this tour. And the guy says, well, where's your CDC card that you've completed? I don't have it. Well, I'm sorry. You can't, you can't participate. Uh, so, you know, this year is going to be another screwy year for, for not just the cars, for everything. So use a little common sense before you, you decide to participate or attend or do that get a hold of the event look at the event's website most of them have a website if it's local you probably know the guy that's putting it on anyway and and see if there's uh uh any kind of rules because uh things are really up in the air again this year and i i hope this is the last year where we have this this kind of stuff but there's a lot of changes, a lot of stipulations, a lot of rules and regulations for events uh, due to the COVID stuff. Uh, so every now and then, what I'm going to try to do, because uh, I get a lot of the magazines, I get a lot of the newsletters, I look at a lot of the websites almost every day, and and there are are things I you know, and and not everybody does. So they say, oh boy, I can't wait to go to the Charlotte Auto Fair because there's thousands and thousands of people that go to Charlotte Auto Fair, and they may not even know it's over. So they they drive from Florida up to Charlotte to go, and guess what? Nothing. So uh, uh, check this stuff out before you go. That that's all I want to mention because there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, and it's uh, good to keep current on it. And you know, this can be to some advantage, not a great deal of advantage, but to some advantage in that people that you know. One of the reasons for going to Charlotte and many of the other events is to see old friends that you made exactly. over the years. And uh, so the other side of this coin is that uh, you were planning on going to Charlotte and seeing Joe. Well, uh, because it's been canceled, you might want to contact Joe and tell him, you know, do you know and did you know that it has been canceled and I'm sorry we won't get to see each other this year. And yeah, But stay in contact. And uh, so... and. I'm sure Joe and his wife or whoever and, and whoever th- would appreciate yeah. it. And there's a lot of people that are choosing not to participate because of this COVID. So I know some of the, the meets and some of the uh, uh, flea markets and stuff are smaller than they've been because people are choosing just not to do it this year. So maybe Joe decided, uh, I'm not going this year. And uh, But it's, it's always good to keep in contact with a friend, so... Be sure and, and do that. Look it up. Make sure they know and, and help sure. help spread the word. So 
just like uh, Steve said, the last thing you want to do is drive halfway across the country and find out that it's closed. And you can't, at that point, you can't really blame anybody but yourself. But help get the word out. Uh, whoever you know, whoever you have an email address for, um, you know, be sure and tell them. Do you know of any other things that have been canceled, Steve? Or? Uh, no, they're just these are those are the big ones. The, the, those those two things, and 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 like I said, a lot of them are requiring. Uh, I can tell you one for sure: the New England Brass and Gas that I've gone on for years is requiring you to to have had completed the shot vaccine. You know, one other thing I'd like to just add to that, and, and Steve mentioned it, but. I've had both of my shots now, and, and uh, you know, they give you a little the card. card that says you've had your shots. But the first thing I did, I had my second shot on Wednesday. The first thing I did on Thursday was came, come into the office, and I made several copies of it just in case something happened to the one that I carry. Or wears out. Yep, I have one in my wallet too. Yeah, and uh, so I made copies and of it just in case. And uh, I, I, I have been very fortunate. I, I have had no reaction whatsoever to either shot. So uh, it would be easy to forget yeah. that. Car. And I got asked for the first time at Wellstar Clinic. Did have I completed the vaccine? I said yes. They said, "Well, where's your shot record?" No. That's the first time it's happened to me. So that's starting to become more and more of a. It'll start to come more and more of a deal that you have to have yeah. for stuff. I can see at some point uh, possibly movie theaters doing it. Yeah. And hotels. And hotels, sure. And yeah. airplanes. Oh, no question about planes doing it. Or so, when anyway. You get your ticket. Something to think about. And. Uh, Take care of yourself, too. That's, uh, you know, we have gone through something, and I, I mentioned this before. I was working at a radio station when President Kennedy was assassinated, and the first thing that came to mind was that, oh, our general manager probably has a book and tells him exactly what to do in a case like this. Well, there was no book, and we've seen now that there was no book on pandemics and what to do, and... So we've gone through one heck of a learning experience, and hopefully we'll never, ever have to repeat this again. But, you know, at least uh, we'll know how to handle it. And I, I, this sort of sounds off the cuff, really, but, uh, you know, in talking to our friends, uh, Steve Moskowitz and other friends, you know, I've got to commend the public for reacting in in most cases in a very sane and respectful way and taking it in stride of of things having to change and uh, so I, I salute the American public, the American classic car folks and everybody else that has taken it and we've learned to live with it. So with that being said, we're going to have to uh, as our pal Jim Weber would say if he were here. Jim's out under the weather a little bit today, so he'll be back uh, next week, I hope, or we think. But anyway, everybody have a good day, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio and the classic car show on America's Web Radio. And we thank you for listening. Steve, thanks for being in with us. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.